0: 103.9 WRBI Batesville, Greensburg, Brookville, Versailles. Now presents Southeastern Indiana's longest-running and most-listened-to sports show, Coach's Corner. Broadcasting from the Coach Raver Corner at Ison's Family Pizza. And welcome to Coach's Corner. Once again, it is Monday, October the 30th. This is Terrence Arnie coming at you live from Ison's Family Pizza for just another edition of Coach's Corner. I want to thank our sponsors uh, for making this broadcast possible. Ison's Family Pizza, Gehrings, Fleetwood Chevrolet, SEI, R-E-M-C, Hurt and Georgia Pharmacy, Batesville Chrysler, Dodge Jeep, Decatur County Memorial Hospital, Great Plains Communication, and Margaret Mary Health. As always, we've got a great show lined up for you here tonight. We're going to talk a little cross-country. With Greensburg head coach Troy Davis, uh, it is regional time. In fact, they had individuals competing this past weekend at uh, the regional uh, cross country meet. Want to catch up and see how those uh, runners fared, and then we'll uh, talk a little bit, a little bit of basketball with East Central's women's head coach uh, Kevin Moore, and also talk with uh, Batesville girls basketball head coach. Mitchell Taylor. But as always, we will kick this off like we like to do at this time of year, talking a little football with Bulldog head coach Evan Ulry after a huge win in the uh, semifinal round of the sectional. And they will play for a sectional championship uh, this Friday night. Uh, They'll be on the road to take on Indian Creek. So coach, first off, welcome to the show. And wow, congratulations on on a big win. You said it Friday, and I'm not going to get out of myself. You're right. Uh, haven't won anything yet. However, that was a big win on Friday night. Um,
1: big. It was big for our program, big for our guys, and um, long, long overdue. And um, just proud of them. I really am. Um, they they have worked their tails off um, to to do. You know, I think to deserve. You know what they what they got on Friday. So, uh, but like I like I told them, you know, and they are very zeroed in and locked in that uh, you know that was a big step that was uh, for us, uh, but it ultimately is just another step, and it's we still haven't won anything. Uh, so that's that's the thing. We've we've got we've won the opportunity, I guess you could say, is to play another week, play for another sectional championship, um, but you know it's now time to go get one and let's go make a run. We've been saying this and. For a while, yeah. is you know, we feel we feel like this is a group that can make a run. There were going to be some big hurdles in the way, mm-hmm. um, and we got over a big one uh, on Friday against a really really good uh, football team and a great program that we have a lot of respect for. Uh, but on Indian Creek, as we said, you know, I think it, it, it's it's quick. You sure, um, I, just, I kind of feel what. It, Feels like coaching the SEC, right? <laughs> like on to the next week. Um, exactly. Because if you do, if you don't, um, you gonna, you're gonna. Someone's gonna sneak up on you, or someone's gonna pass you, or knock you out. So, but I'm proud of our guys.
0: Really, am. You said something last week, in in terms of getting ready for this game, that you know, in retrospect, looking at it, how things played out, it was pretty uh, prophetic. You said that, you know, if you got QB one wide receiver one and running back one and they're all hitting on all cylinders a lot of times that's all you need and boy that is exactly the way that game played out um you know huge games by those individuals huge catches from from Kaiser big runs from Pullman and, and as always um just a calm and steady hand you know handling all of it and uh I felt like the maturity of those three individuals really shone. Don't get me wrong. There was contributions all across the board. But I felt like the contributions of those three individuals really shone through as, as being the leaders of the club.
1: Yeah, I mean, there are three,
0: I'll put it as they are three superstars, right?
1: They're three three guys that uh, can make things happen, uh, both, you know, and, you know, Pullman and Kaiser also defensive. Oh, I yes. Mean, our yes. defense, our defense was, was big. And those guys, again, because the stat lines and the things may not show up as much, uh, they really, I think, impacted the game uh, and helped us out tremendously defensively. They have all year, mm-hmm. right? I mean, Kaiser's been starting on defense since a freshman. Right. Um, you know, Pullman has been playing since he's a freshman. Um, and those guys, uh, you know, Alex Crackler, uh, you know, had a really good game on both sides of
2: the ball as yes. well. Yes. Um,
1: Alex actually just tied the school record. For most interceptions the season, so hopefully, you know, you guys will have an opportunity to maybe see a, a record-breaking uh, performance on Friday. But you know, I just uh, again, it, this is the difference, Terrence, when you're playing with juniors and seniors, mm-hmm. and we're seeing that. Yeah. You know, I you know, we we're not asking a sophomore quarterback or uh, a freshman, or that. we're not asking we're we're asking juniors and seniors that have experience, mm-hmm. um, and they look like they've you know they've they are a lot more seasoned, you know. and But, again, uh, it was going to take a gritty, tough performance because Lawrenceburg had a lot of juniors and seniors that had played in the state championship last right, year. So right. they, it was not going to be uh, easy. And that was kind of even the message at halftime. Everything felt good. But as we you told them, you yeah, guys, they, they this is a championship program. They're going to come at you with everything. And um, quite frankly, I thought they outplayed us in the second half. Mm-hmm. Um, we were just fortunate to get out of there and, and survive. You know, that's part of the game is survive in advance and get the next opportunity. You kind of hit
0: the reset button for the next week. Right. <clears throat> so you, you brought up the defense. and um, It's, it's kind of interesting. Lawrenceburg scores seven points in the first half, seven points. In the second half, that's it. Outside of the game against the state champs down the street you take that game out no one has really scored uh, more than 28 points, the most that was scored was from Lawrenceburg and they scored uh, 23 and then game number one when Indian Creek scored 28, that's the lone high score if you would again take the state champs out of it so how would you challenge that same defense this week um, knowing that, again, they're facing the team that put the most points on them.
1: Well, and I think that helps get their attention. Mm-hmm. Right. I think, you know, uh, that's a, that's what makes this week challenging. Uh, but I, you know, I have a lot of, you know, trust in our guys. But is that, hey, yeah, we, we won week one. You yeah. know, we won by two scores. And I think we did a lot of things well offensively, um, you know, and defensively. Um, yeah, we did give up 28 points. Um, They had a lot of short fields. Um, and we go back, you know, to that is, um, how critical is kickoff coverage, turnovers, um, just special teams in general, you mm-hmm. know, good punts or hunt coverage. I'll be quite frank. Our kickoff coverage in, in week one was horrendous. Yeah. They, I did not. I felt it going back and going into the lane game, which was week two, knowing, okay, I remember Coach Bowman, uh, who's our defense coordinator and, and handles the kickoff team, um, I think he came in in the locker room after the game on. I remember this against Indiana Creek. He's like, we got to change personnel Mm -hmm. on kickoff. And uh, I think we were trying to just get a bunch of young guys out there. Right. Um, But some of them just weren't quite right now. Some of those guys have kind of worked their way back in. Sure. Um, But, you know, you start putting some of your guys, the guys we've already mentioned, on kickoff, all of a sudden your coverage becomes a ton better. Right. Um, So I think when we go into this week, it's um, we have got to make sure that Indian Creek is playing long fields. Uh, we got to find ways to cause turnovers. We've continued, again, I'm going to keep saying it um, because I continue to believe that if we're forcing turnovers to be in position, we keep talking yeah. these next few yeah. weeks, is we've forced a turnover in every single game. Yes. And we had two of them on Friday and a big mm-hmm. one late. Yeah. Um, we got to keep doing that. And uh, I think that's going to be the message. And again, I um, Again, Indian Creek has definitely improved. They have a really, really good quarterback that can beat you with his arm and his legs, primarily with his legs. Uh, but he does have some good receivers they can get behind you. So, um, again, it, it's going to be a tall task. Sure. It really is. Sure. And uh, I mean, any team that's playing at this time of year, that's you know playing how many weeks now? Is it? it's going to be twelve now? Yeah. I mean, they're a lot better than where they were week one. Sure, you know they sure. don't get there by accident. So. We just got to, you know, zone in and, and, and you know, on what we need to do. And I, and I, I feel like uh, we've got a good game plan. Uh, we can duplicate a lot of things that they do uh, in practice, mm-hmm. which will help prepare our guys. Uh, and yeah, we just uh, got to do that. You know, just win the trenches again. That's where we won the first time. Winning the trenches again, and I think we'll be in a pretty good spot. Uh,
0: two more things. The last thing about this Friday night game, I just want to get your perspective on it. Uh, Lawrenceburg came out. they, You won the toss deferred like the dogs normally do. And then Lawrenceburg went on a run-exclusive drive, seven-play drive to score the opening touchdown. To me, it felt like Lawrenceburg was trying to make some kind of a point. By running the ball over and over, and you know, some of the same play over and over on that first drive. Did it, did it feel like that to your, on your sideline? Oh, absolutely. I mean, I mean, that's, let's be real.
1: I mean, uh, Forsberg's had a lot of really good success. We, we know that their offense coordinator, they want to run the football, mm-hmm. you know, and they did a really good job, I think, of mixing in maybe a pass here there just to keep us a little off balance. But for the most part, it was. Power left, power right, counter left, counter right. Whether it's QB counter to the, the running back, and they found a, you know, they found a couple soft spots. Um, and uh, that first series, and I think, some th- and I think they found the right matchup to right. exploit. Right. Um, and um, did a really good job. They did a really good job. Seven minute drive, and heck, you looked up. It's, you know, we haven't touched the ball in five minutes go in the quarter. Yeah. And it's seven nothing, and, and hey. They did a really good job. They mixed up the tempo. You could tell that they, they, they had practiced that. They were right on yeah. what they were doing. Right. Uh, well, well executed. Um, it was a big shock. And I even told the guys, you know, even a half, I said, man, that's like, you know, you come out, in a bo-, and I like to use boxing references, but you come out, and a guy, he's got a great game plan, and he, he knocks you, and honestly, knocked us down. Mm-hmm. But, you know, and, and it's, it's quite fitting, you know, uh... One of those quotes you hear from Mike Tyson's, you know, everyone's got a plan to get knocked in the, you know, yeah, knocked, you know, knocked out, and we got punched in the face, and uh, I, that's a credit to our dudes is that uh, we showed how tough we are, is right. that we took a took took a team really uh, one of their one, one of their big shots, uh, we came right back on our own mm-hmm. and honestly, I think uh, from that point forward, really dominated the first half. Now we I again I'm not gonna sit here and lie. We did not play our best half in the second half and a lot of that was credit to, to Lawrenceburg and um, but there that, that's a positive pull hey, you know, we took a really good shot, took a lot of shots, but mm-hmm. our boys continued to rise and find a way. There was just a little win. That's just what it was. What yeah. It was.
0: Yeah, the the turnover game um you know just just never ceased to amaze me as this season has played out. How big uh, the turnover game has been. Some of it just in, you know, gives you short fields and, and helps complement what the offensive defense is doing. And some of it just momentum killers. And of course, none bigger than that last uh, fumble from A House there to really put the game away. Um, here was what was the other other question I had for you, Coach. I, uh, you know, I love having you in this spot, and I love the juxtaposition of talking to you on Friday night right after the game. But then coming back after you've had a chance to look at the film and talking to you a little more in depth about it. <clears throat> my question is when you watched this this game, um, what jumped off the, the, the tape to you? When you you sat down and you just watched the game, what jumped off of you? Either either it was oh man, we got a whatever or oh that was nice. What 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 just jumped out at you?
2: Well, I
1: I you know, I really liked and you know like I said, I, I thought our guys adjust. I think we had some guys. And honestly, it wasn't necessarily that we schematically changed a lot. I thought some guys really rose up to the occasion. Yeah. Um, defensively, um, you know, you go back to that first series that you mentioned, um, third drive, Damian Krekler came in and really jolted the defensive line. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, Bobby Weiler, Max Hamburger, uh, Colin Wells has been playing, you know, some on the defensive line. Uh, as well, um, those guys—they uh, make a huge difference. Sure. You know, Quint Elston, as well. But uh, again, I, I thought those guys really stepped up. Carter Bowman snipped out a middle screen. They had—they had converted. If you go back to when we played them the first time, they converted a couple big screen plays that kept drives alive the like third and eight, third and mm-hmm. seven, third. And mm-hmm. put them in a manageable fourth down, and that first time we played them. We didn't do a very good job when they caught us in a blitz. Uh, Carter Bowman comes up as a senior should and makes a huge play. They never came back to the middle screen the rest of the night. Um, those are big. Those are big, big moments yeah. that yeah. you go back and say, "Hey, there was some critical points." Uh, there, there was a couple things that you go back and like, man, you know, we get two drives, ball down around the thirty, uh, didn't convert. Uh, we got lined up wrong, and, and I didn't catch it. It's ball false snap. We had a screen set up, uh, and it became discombobulated. Sure. Uh, Will knew he probably should have just took off, and he threw it downfield. Then we got the illegal man downfield because you got lineman downfield on the screen. Right, right. Um, just little things, man. We really haven't had that since probably early in the, in the season. Mm-hmm. Um, but that was kind of a critical juncture. A couple moments, man. We just, quite frankly, didn't execute as well offensively, but defensively. Uh, we just had moments where I, I was proud of our guys. Uh, they, they've heard us talk about certain things and they just, they, they, they trusted, they trusted one right. another, you know, Damian dance comes up on a, uh, on two big plays. They, they went for it and you know, you just know they're going to throw their little comebacks. Uh, there's just a high tendency and he breaks on the ball. I going to pick it and maybe take it to the house. Right. Knocks it down, gets the stop. Uh, the big play. And kind of, there was a few controversial things <laughs> that happened. I think for both ends, and but uh, they were driving. They had the fourth down going in, and Damian came up and popped the receiver right at. And they actually he he has the ball at the first down. Yeah, and yeah. he comes up and pops him good, and then the ball it, he jars the ball. Mm-hmm. And the receiver has to re catch the ball, then he falls all the way back. I think to the eighteen, and they. Marked it, like, somewhere around, like, the 16 and a half, and I was like, you know. Uh, but then when you walk over there, you could tell it was going to be short. That was a huge plug. It was. He yes. was, you know, they 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 set up a, What well, they say on dance. They set up, you could tell there was a hook and ladder. Um, with Scott Moore Special, um, former Greensburg coach, and uh, it was well-designed. And we're yelling, I mean, I just had a hunch. You mm-hmm. know, it was just, and. He plays it perfectly. Uh, right. Now the guy drops it. But even if he does, going back and watching the film, he's going to be right there. Uh, I thought Damian danced, uh played one of his better teams. And, and I, we challenged him and sure. dropped him. Hey, sure. You guys got to play big. And I got to play big again this week. Because, you, know, you know, frankly, you know, Indian Creek can, can throw the ball as well. So, um, but yeah, I mean, I still feel like you go back to the intangible things of just... Just a, a grittiness, you mm-hmm. know, it wasn't perfect, um, but uh, it was a great feeling you know, to, to get out of there with a win and, and now play for another sectional title, and hopefully this will be the one that will finally get over the hump.
0: No doubt. Well, listen, you've been telling me all season long, you got a squad that can play in November, and lo and behold, you punched your ticket. You got your first of many games in December coming up this Friday night. Well, we look forward to it, Coach. Um, we will definitely be along for the ride. Can't wait. Um, hopefully there will be a nice contingency traveling with the Dogs as well. And uh, we'll see what happens. Awesome. I appreciate it. All right. That was Bulldog head coach Evan Allery. as the Bulldogs will play for a sectional title this Friday night at Indian Creek. Um, we will have that game for you right here on 103.9. We also have more Coaches Corner on 103.9 coming up right after this.
3: Cecil Eisen from Eisen's Family Pizza. We are hiring. We have open positions in our front and back of house, including counter and order taking, food prep, pizza making, and closing duties. Stop in at 117 East George Street and pick up an application today. Don't forget to pick up some pizza sticks with our amazing cheese sauce. Yummy. The award-winning Ison's Family Pizza, 812-933-0333, eisensfamilypizza.com or 117 East George Street, downtown Batesville.
1: We don't sell you cars, we help you buy them. Fleetwood Chevrolet at 950 North Michigan Avenue in Greensburg invites you to visit them. They're here to help you with your next new or pre-owned vehicle purchase as well as all your service and parts needs. They're the home of Greensburg's only drive-in service lane and free oil changes for life with the purchase of a
0: new vehicle. Give them an opportunity to earn your business at Fleetwood Chevrolet.
3: We don't sell you cars, we help you buy them. of life. Coach's Corner delivered by Ison's Family Pizza continues. I want to thank
2: all of our guests, thank all of our sponsors, thank Ison's for allowing us to be here, thank all of you
0: for listening in from 103.9 WRBI. Coach's Corner continues right here, live from Ison's Family Pizza on George Street. In fact, we want to thank our gracious host, Ison's. Along with Gehrings, Fleetwood Chevrolet, SEI, REMC, and Hurt and Elko, we just finished talking a little football with Bulldog head coach Evan Early, Evan Ulrey. And it was, in fact, man, just it was a great Friday night for football. Bulldogs um, really, uh, you know, you get so excited about the touchdowns and the big passes and the big runs, but this was really a defensive struggle in the second half and the Bulldogs Seem to have the Tigers' number at every turn. We'll see if they can do that exact same thing. It'll take a Herculean effort from that defense once again on Friday night. Uh, we will see how things fare. We'll have that game time 7 o'clock kickoff, or excuse me, uh, countdown to kick off the pregame show. Start about 15 minutes before that. Uh, let's change gears and talk a little cross country with Greensburg's head coach, Troy Davis. Coach Davis, welcome to the program.
5: Thank you, man. Appreciate you having me on tonight. to Talk about kids.
0: Yeah, so uh, your program there at, at Greensburg, let's kind of back up a little bit. I know you guys competed uh, this past weekend, and we definitely want to hear about how that, was, how that went. But let's back up a little bit. Tell me a little bit about the program, how the breakdown is, how many seniors, juniors, et cetera. What do you have? Sure. Uh,
5: right now, uh, we have uh, 28 kids in high school program. We have 16 boys and 12 girls. Uh, and our seniors have been really uh, the core of our success uh, on both the boys, girls, and boys' side and the girls' side. Uh, so we have, uh, on the guys side, we got, uh, TJ Gorman, Cameron Schwartz, uh, Jake Hawkins. Uh, those guys are, uh, four-year, uh, runners for us. Uh, we had a young man, Tyler Dwanger come out as a junior mm-hmm. and on the ladies side, uh, Hannah Corral and Allie Foster have been with us all four years. And then we actually had a senior come out just this year. Sure. Uh, so, uh, Glenn was a great addition to us, but those, those guys have been our leaders and just the backbone of our success here the last four years. So just excited to talk about them and, uh, talk about our seasons. thanks for having me.
0: so so 16 and 12 uh is that is that good numbers for you
5: yeah uh so what happens in cross country on most varsity races you can run seven runners okay uh, the top five score uh and in most meets or in every meet we we run everybody so if there's okay. an open race or jv race everyone gets to compete uh and in a lot of our races we can run up to 12 so we've had a had a really good year uh, the boys had over 100 wins mm. uh, we're a conference chance for the second year a row so we're excited about that uh, and the ladies uh, also had an excellent year. They qualified for the regional level uh, for our 12 consecutive season. So we're
0: proud of those accomplishments. Wow, so when you really start to look at it, that uh, back-to-back sectionals, ladies qualifying at a at regional level, so it really starts to become an expectation at that point, right? I mean, it's just not, it's not about just, we're gonna go out here and have fun, but yeah, you're gonna have fun, but this is yeah. where we're gonna be, right?
5: Yeah, we we sit down and talk about season goals, uh, and they actually realigned cross country. So they went from a, four se- a four-round tournament last year to a three-round tournament this okay. year so we actually competed at the brown county sectional and we got the privilege to travel to evansville indiana for our regional meet so right. we got to take our kids uh the first time in over 20 years of coaching we took an overnight trip to evansville uh, night four and then we were fortunate to come away with uh two state qualifiers uh that ran this weekend at a uh, hope at the laverne gibson course
0: so what's that what's that trip like you, you you go down a day before you're trying to you know you got all these 16, 17, 18 year old kids and all the testosterone and they're hyped and excited, but you got work to do. How how challenging is it from where you sit to keep them focused on the goal?
5: Well, uh, I, I, it was, and uh, <laughs> I, I'm blessed to have a, a couple of really good assistant coaches. Uh, Connie Moon and Eric Million, um were huge help this year. Uh, Connie did a lot of the logistics, and uh, Stacey Meyer, our athletic director, was very supportive. Sure. You know, we, I told him early in the season, hey, if things, things look like we're going to be able to qualify both teams through, and we were uh, blessed to do that. So uh took the bus ride, we left it uh, re- left after lunch, went straight to straight to the course, uh ran just a light workout so the kids could uh, I kids never been to the course. It was like three hours, three and a half hours on a bus. Okay. Kids never raced there before so we got a feel for the course. Uh and then we went back, uh the hotel was gracious. We actually had a room uh, for a meal we had catered in and then the kids had fun. We we nice. played some Euchre, we played some uh heads up on their phones, we played some bingo, just try to keep it light. Sure uh, and then we were uh, I tried. I told the kids uh, I want to emphasize enjoy the moment uh, and embrace the moment so that was the two big things I tried to stress to them as we were going on Friday just embrace the moment you know you're away from mom and dad let's not be nervous let's right. let's have fun but uh, you know enjoy the moment there when we got up to the starting line we had a, a really great performance the boys ended up finishing 10th uh, out of 25 teams okay. uh, and senior T.J. Gorman qualified uh, for the state meet uh, and on the ladies side uh, we were 15th out of 25 and Elena and Betel also qualified individually so it was a, it was a great,
0: great great morning race okay so then so, you have these individuals that qualified. And then this past weekend was the state meet. Yep. Yes, sir. So, we went, uh, Terre Haute uh, is
5: the uh, host of the state meet. Uh, there's actually a championship course there called LeBron Gibson. Uh, they've hosted the meet. I think this was maybe the 15th or 20th year in a row. Wow. Uh, so, we were there. Um, there are, like I said, they realigned. So, there are actually five regionals. So, they're top 25 teams. Uh, and then we were fortunate enough to earn uh, one of the non qualifiers or one one of the non team spots. So, the top 15 kids that didn't. Four non-qualifying teams make it out. Uh, so we had a, a boy uh, that raced at noon, TJ. Uh, he ran a PR, uh, fastest time ever, 1553, uh, which was 43rd overall. And then he's actually eighth in school history. So uh, first time he'd ever broken 16 minutes. Uh, and then our young lady uh, is a freshman. Uh, so Elena ran 19:46. Uh, and uh, was 143rd out of almost 250 runners. So, so he had a great one.
0: So both runners, though, had their personal record on that day. Now, how special is I, that? It,
5: it was pretty gratifying. Uh, I, TJ has, has, a, has a winning smile anyway, but yeah. uh, the, the, the smile TJ had in his face, I think, as a senior uh, to run your last high school race and uh, to be able to accomplish the PR and, and move, in, move up in school history, he, he, was, he just had a special day. And stuff.
0: So when you're at that level and you're competing as an individual – um, and you got kids from all over. What kind of numbers are we talking about? Because all over the state. Yes, sir. Uh, so it's uh,
5: cross country is non class. So we're talking right. Carmel won the boys. Uh, let's see, on the girls' side, uh, Homestead out of Fort Wayne area won. Uh, so no, we're, there were 250 boys and I think 249. We have one young lady that didn't finish the race. But there were, I mean, there were like 35, 40 starting boxes. Uh, ironically, there were two girls from Batesville and Elena's box. So I just wanted to say <laughs> quick shout out to Coach Lisa Gaussman, uh, Lexi Harris, and Kaylin Beto. So ironically, you know, we travel. You know, two hours away, and, and we get the box assignments. They just are randomly assigned to sure. the HSAA, and lo and behold, we got uh, a young lady from Fort Wayne Northrop, uh, and then and then, and then two girls just from our same conference. That's so, all right. Yeah, it was. It was. You know, I think uh, hopefully for Elena, it gave her. You know, she we we'd seen baseball a number of times throughout the year, so it gave her kind of some, you know, uh, comfort, comfort level. Comfort level. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Comfort level. You know, uh, so and they had great races too. Ironically, uh, Lexi nipped uh, Elena by like less than a second at the at the finish line. So oh, okay. uh, she had a great race too. What
0: well, good deal. So, so you're talking at that point if they're only the top five? I mean, what? Who medals? Or I mean, okay, so yeah, that's a great question. So, uh, on at
5: the state level, the top five teams uh, are recognized as podium teams. So, uh, like I said, Carmel on the boys side won. Uh, I'm trying to think: uh, Zionsville, Brownsburg. Hamilton, Southeastern, and Fishers, I believe, were the other five boys' schools. And then the top 25 individuals earned medals and recognized as sure. all state individuals. So uh, the times were very, very fast. Uh, there was a young man from Brebuff, Jesuit, that actually broke 15 minutes and won. Uh, and like I said, TJ, uh, beforehand, if he – we were talking, you know, hope break 16 minutes and be uh, in that – have a shot at a medal. But he, he had a great race, uh, started out after about a kilometer, was in the 70s, and just continued to pass people steadily throughout the race and just –
0: I had an outstanding finish for it. So. That's awesome. That must be an incredible, <clears throat> I, I'm, I'm just thinking that, through. that must just be an incredible feeling competing in all of those individuals, like you said, classless, you know, kids from all over the state, and be able to, you know, like you said, he's just moving up this past and one after another. that's That's got to be a pretty awesome, awesome yeah, experience. Yeah, I, I
5: kept checking my watch and kind of doing the math in my head, and he was on pace for PR, and I, he did, and he just had a great race. Uh, same way with uh, Elena Bados, she she got out aggressively early, uh, was able to run another PR for her. She actually had her best time in four straight races, so starting at the conference meet, conference section oh, region wow. of state. She state. Every race she ran over about the last month, uh, she was able to run faster than she'd ever run before, which is just a way, great way to finish her freshman and season. And as a
0: coach, I mean that's what you want, right? Just getting better and better, running your best race at that yeah. uh, sectional time. Yeah,
5: so we that's one thing we stress, is just trying to be continuously getting better. Uh, and I like it that we had a number of kids throughout the year that – you know, maybe not every race, but you know, every couple of races, they were going to knock down time. And uh, we actually uh, had uh, three guys that were consistent under 17 minutes for us. Uh, I did want to mention—I uh, mentioned earlier—we were the conference champs. We had uh, five boys that were all conference, so I want to give uh, uh, TJ Going uh, was the MVP. He was a conference champ, uh, but Jake Hawkins, Joe Hawkins, uh, Cameron Schwartz, and we had a freshman, uh, Quentin Walker. They all finished in the top 10 for us at the conference meet, uh, which was just outstanding. Uh, and then Elena Beto was off, obviously uh, all conference runner as well for us. So just. I wanna just give those guys a shout out so awesome.
0: you uh yeah, you, it's, it sounds like an unbelievable team you've been able to put together and, and you mentioned, you know, in the open you had individuals, seniors coming out for their first time as seniors. What would you attribute that to? Uh, we uh Connie
5: and I uh Connie's been with uh, an assistant with me since twenty seventeen and we just really want to try to create an environment where the kids have fun. There you go. Uh, you know, I uh you know, the kids obviously we want not work hard. Uh we don't we don't wanna I wanna make light of that but... You know, I want to try to create an environment where kids just enjoy running and competing. Uh, and you know, we try to encourage, the, especially on the girls' side. At one point, we only had uh, eight girls. We had a couple of, uh, young ladies choosing not to come out, uh, which was, you know, that was their decision. They sure. went worked other sports. Sure. Uh, but you know, we're at eight girls, and you, you got to have seven on varsity. So we're, you know, we're trying to recruit, and uh, we were able to
0: fortunately, get out uh, a few freshmen late that I think, if they can stick with us, they're going to really be a great additions to the program. Good so, deal. Well, Troy, listen, thanks so much for for coming down and and talking to us about your squad. Like I said, it sounds like you've put together a a really monster team and you've got yourself set up uh, to have some future success as well as these freshmen uh, come along. So we wish you all the best uh, next season when you guys ramp up and get started
5: again. We'll look forward to the next fall. Real quick, uh, kind of on that, I also just want to say uh, thank you to Katina Colby and Dale Gowd. Those are our junior high uh, coaches. Uh, They do a great job at the junior high level just recruiting kids, getting kids excited about running and competing. I just want to thank them for all the efforts that they uh, put out.
0: Yeah, definitely important to get them started early, to get them interested in the sport. Well, Coach Davis, again, thanks so much for your time. Thanks for everything that you do in the name of of high school athletics. And uh, we look forward to talking to you again. I appreciate it. Thank you very much for your time. All right. That was Greensburg Cross Country Head Coach Troy Davis. We've got more Coach's Corner coming up in a bit. Uh, We're going to move down the road to talk a little girls basketball at East Central with Coach Kevin Moore. All that more on Country 103.9 WRBI. And the new
3: WRBI app. Cecil Eisen from Ison's Family Pizza. We are hiring. We have open positions in our front and back of house, including counter and order taking, food prep, pizza making, and closing duties. Stop in at 117 East George Street and pick up an application today. Don't forget to pick up some pizza sticks with our amazing cheese sauce. Yummy. The award-winning Ison's Family Pizza, 812-933-0333, Isonsfamilypizza.com or 117 East George Street, downtown Batesville. delivery
0: before now and always george's pharmacy and medical equipment
5: you are tuned to coach's
2: corner we want to thank uh cecil and his crew here at Ice's pizza for allowing us to be here we want to thank all of our sponsors who make this all possible go out and support them because not only do they make things like this possible they keep your communities going
3: and that's very very important 103.9 wrvi
0: the Coach's Corner continues here on uh, WRBI. Again, we want to thank our gracious host, Ice and Family Pizza, uh, for all that they do, as well as Bates for Chrysler Dodge Jeep, uh, Decatur County Memorial Hospital, Great Plains Communication, and Margaret Mary Health. Enjoyed our conversation with Coach Troy Davis of Greensburg Cross Country, and they really put together a nice season there and to have those individuals able to uh, participate at the state level. And I, I just think it says so much about a program. Not only are they participating at the state level, but did you hear him say they had their personal best that meet that uh, that weekend? And, and that's just got to be an awesome feeling. Nothing to hold your head about. Did you make the podium? No, but did you run your best race ever? Yes, and that's strong. So, um, again, just hats off on a great season uh, for everybody involved there at Greensburg Cross Country. And now let's talk a little basketball and it's it's crazy to me that we're talking basketball. Football uh still going on strong but making way now for uh, women's basketball throughout southeastern Indiana coming to the program. Uh, head coach for the Lady Trojans out of East Central Kevin Moore. Kevin, welcome. Thanks, sir. Glad to be back. Yeah, it's been a minute since we uh since we last talked so kind of kind of talk me through what is the offseason like? I mean, you guys play deep April, May, and and you get a few months off and and we're back already. Yeah.
2: Uh, well, a lot of our kids in the spring sports, they, they play softball, run track, whatever it may be, tennis. Um, so we we typically don't see most of them until June. And then we hit it pretty heavy. Mm -hmm. Um, usually anywhere between 20 and 25 games. We practice two, three times a week. And it gives us an opportunity to give with our middle school kids and our youth kids and, uh, just tear it down in terms of teach our system. And sure. Um, Create relationships and have fun, you know, summer right. time. So, uh, in the fall, we we have uh, the majority of our kids that play fall sport. we are you know, obviously have a lot of success on the soccer pitch and mm-hmm. volleyball court. And, so we have a lot of kids that we don't see until the first part of October. So right. we, we value the June time and
0: mm-hmm. uh, wish them the best when they're in their fall sport. There you go. There you go. So this is your your third week now that once uh, full practice. Yeah. Contacts been been allowed and um and you guys actually will be uh, in competition this week wednesday and 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 saturday wednesday south i'm home with south De- the boards and then you take your show on the road uh, up to richmond so as you look at your program and you know you're no stranger to this coach you've been doing this for quite some time as you look at your program uh how, how do you feel about where you are right now? I mean, it's a long season, mm-hmm. but how do you feel about where you are right now?
2: Uh, for those that come out, I would encourage people to grab a roster because you're going to see a lot of new faces. Okay. <laughs> you know, we graduated eight seniors. Wow. And a lot of those kids were three- and four-year starters. Um, so we're we're in a learning phase. You sure. know? Like you said, I've been doing this a long time. It's my 15th year. This is probably the youngest crew we've ever had. Mm-hmm. Uh, not to say that we're not skilled, but we're just – we can't uh, replicate experience. Yeah. Varsity experience in sure. comparison to uh, JV, and a lot of these kids were eighth graders last year. Were heavy with a lot of talented freshmen. So, um, w- where we're at is uh, day by day. We just keep stacking good days. What yeah. We tell our kids, yeah. don't be judged where we are now. Be judged where we are in January, headed into February. So, we, we we've got pieces. We're just trying to you know, collect those pieces and put them together and, and uh, create a team that, that we can win with.
0: So, so, let me ask you that and talk about that in terms of the recent successes of of the program um you know it was it it was several years just hard just kind of banging your head against the wall to kind of break through that sectional a tough you know well documented how tough that sectional is but you do that you break through two years in a row in fact um and in light of graduating the eight seniors the expectation though does it change at all um
2: maybe initially just just so we don't want to put so high of expectations on such a young group mm-hmm. uh, but but they know the history they you know they're in our program they know what's expected of them right. we've been in the sectional championship for the last six years and won three of the last four so that um, they know that uh, around here we're kind of the, the target if you will sure um, and, and we value that and we re- respect that and we work hard for that so these uh, these kids that didn't have a lot of hand involved in that success they still have to you uh, now account for that success because people have probably waited on a year like this in, right. in Trojan land. So, um, but, but we uh, we're excited where we're headed. I mean, we're probably a year away from being really, really good again, mm-hmm. uh, just because of the experience thing. You just sure. you have to go through it. You yeah. have to go through the adversity and the success.
0: That, that was actually going to be my, my my next question. You know, some when you talk about the weight of expectation, somewhere as a badge of honor, some yeah. find it to be an albatross mm-hmm. you know, around their neck, and that was that was my how do you balance that. Yeah. Um, because for some, it, you know, it can be heavy, you know, dealing with 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 that expectation. But again, others wear it as a badge of honor. Yeah, and,
2: and you know, most coaches are going to say that they hate to lose, and I'm as competitive as the next person. Yeah. So it will be a, a, a trying year for me. It's just not something that we've been through as a staff. But again, you know, the, these kids are very very competitive, and they're mm-hmm. multi sport kids, and a lot of them have played varsity sports in some other area. So. Sure. I'm not going to sit here and say that we're we're going to have a, a struggle this year because they could certainly come out and and very much surprise. So. Yeah.
0: yeah. So talk to me a little about the breakdown of the makeup of your squad. I know you graduated the eight seniors. Yeah. So where does that leave you?
2: Uh, I mean, a lot of the kids that were on the JV team last year, which was seventeen and three, are moving up. Sure. Um, four four current juniors. Anna Black, who is probably our only returning varsity player, mm-hmm. she's going to be our primary ball handler and really good defender um we're probably gonna have to score collectively mm-hmm. we're then more top heavy in recent years with the sure. Josie trables and foxes and laney so uh, th- these kids we're probably not gonna have a kid that's gonna average 15 or more we're right. gonna have you know hopefully six seven kids in that six to twelve range. right and you can win that no, uh, certainly circle we're gonna have to win at the defensive end and that's probably where the next kids come into play abe arnold and kylie ferreira they're really really good defenders um in terms of what we want to accomplish. And then Meredith Sizemore is another junior, really good shooter. Mm-hmm. Um, shot over 40% from the three-point line at the JV level. We'll see how that translates. Yeah. Um, and then we, we've got uh, some sophomores and freshmen that we're really, really high on. Um, Teagan Liegaber and Haley Meadows are freshmen, and sophomores Nebea Tudor, uh, Kylie Kelsey, and, and Tatum Johnson. So th- those kids probably mix in there. And then uh, we actually didn't have a junior in our roster last year, cool. but we had three in that class as seniors come out. Um, kids that are really, really good in other sports. Uh, Lexi Watkins is going to Ball State to play soccer, so Mm. she decided that she wanted to come out and play. There you go. Uh, Competitive kid, Kylie Kelling, a soccer kid as well, senior. And Lexi Hatmaker is a really good softball player. So uh, I think those kids kind of saw an opportunity to maybe compete and and get some minutes where maybe in years past kids wouldn't have been able to do that in our program. So it's encouraging uh, we'll add some more athletes to our stable and, and use them as best we can.
0: There you go. So you so you got two games here uh, this week, Wednesday and Saturday. Obviously, it goes without saying you want to win them both. Yeah, I I get that. But what is your when you look at uh, where you are and and you look at what's coming down the pipe? What what's your goal? If you you get through this week, um, you'll know you were successful if you accomplished what.
2: Uh, I think if we are able to uh, score. Forty or point, forty points or more. We have a goal, you know. If, sure. if we can defensively, we hold teams below forty most years, and I think we're going to be able to do that. But that's where our inconsistency are going to come from. So if mm-hmm. we can score the ball consistently, I think we're going to give ourselves a chance to win a lot of ball games this year. Mm-hmm. Um, where that is, how many that is, that'll be dictated on on how they how they play. But um, our schedule is no slouch, and, and right. like I said before, teams have probably geared up for a year like this for us. So um, you know, if we we can go couple games above 500 being in the yeah. top three of our conference and you know contend for a sectional championship that's a successful year for us yeah, okay. and you know we're, we're all about having fun you know yeah. we, we want to win but so at the same time we, we uh we know that most of these kids are probably never going to play beyond college and right none of them are going to play professionally so <laughs> enjoy enjoy the high school experience and that's exactly. really what
0: we try to preach exactly well good deal well, coach as always i appreciate you stopping by and spending some time with us um i look forward to catching up with you later on down Uh, The line throughout the season. And um, yeah, I wish you guys all the best of luck and look forward to seeing what you guys do next. Thanks, sir. Thanks for the opportunity to come over. All right. That was head coach of the East Central Lady Trojans. Joining us on the program, Coach Kevin Moore. We've got more basketball talk in just a bit
3: on Country 103.9 WRBI and the new WRBI app. Cecil Ison Eisen from Ison's Family Pizza. We are hiring. We have open positions in our front and back of house, including counter and order taking, food prep, pizza making, and closing duties. Stop in at 117 East George Street and pick up an application today. Don't forget to pick up some pizza sticks with our amazing cheese sauce. Yummy. The award winning Ison's Family Pizza, 812 933 0333, IsonsFamilyPizza.com or 117 East George Street, downtown Batesville.
4: Maytag washer can handle the tough loads with extra power to boost stain fighting on any wash cycle. The built-in water faucet is ready to give clothes a quick rinse or a long soak. Plus, the deep fill option delivers more water when you want it. Visit Garings to see how a Maytag laundry pair can help you power through laundry day. Garings and Maytag, 316 North Main, Batesville.
3: Decatur County Memorial Hospital's annual men's tailgate is back. Make
6: plans to join us on November 4th from 8 a.m. to 11 a.m. Receive free health screenings from DCMH providers. Enter to win door prizes. Get caught up on the latest updates on college and pro football teams and get a voucher for lunch on us. Call registration at 812-663-1146 to schedule
0: your appointment today. Decatur County Memorial Hospital, the quality care you want close by. Back to more Coach's Corner, delivered by Isen's Family Pizza.
2: Get out and uh, support the teams in your area. They all deserve your attendance and appreciate you being there. On 103.9
0: WRBI. And Coach's Corner continues, let the good times roll as we continue our conversations about women's basketball in southeastern Indiana. We just spoke with uh, Coach Kevin Moore from East Central. Uh, they graduated a boatload of seniors, uh, JC, uh, Josie Trouble uh, most notably. And, you know, you talk about the firepower that they had for so many years. You don't really replace it, but um, sounds like the Coach's got his work cut out. And he has a plan about going about how they can do that. I expect that uh, those young ladies might actually surprise a lot of folks and still uh, end up being one of uh, southeast Indiana's, at least uh, in the uh, EIAC, one of uh, the best that do it. But uh, let's, uh, again, continue that conversation. Again, we want to thank our sponsors, our most gracious host in ICE and Family Pizza, Gehrings, Fleetwood Chevrolet, SEI, REMC, Hurt, Nelco, and, and George's, pharmacy coming to the program now stepping up to the mic is done other than coach Mitchell Taylor of Batesville women's basketball coach welcome back Uh, has it been that long like last week but thanks <laughs> yeah. for having me on yes so <clears throat> let's start here of course you guys it's the third full week of, of, of practice yeah. and you got games this week Thursday you take your show on the road to take on the Hauser Jets and then Saturday you're home uh, with New Palestine coming in. So, um, obviously, a, a big week for you in the program. But let's back up just a little bit. Your second year uh, coaching this team, how different is it this year, and for, for you particularly, how different is your process now this year than what it was last year?
6: Yeah, I mean, any time you're the head coach of a program for the first time, something like basketball in Indiana, there's a lot of responsibility that comes with it. Sure. Um, my first year, I felt like I learned a lot about just the things you got to do consistently day to day to make sure your team's prepared for what's coming up, whether it's the next practice or the next game. Um, there are definitely a lot, a lot of things. The last two weeks, my first two weeks of practice this year, that went a lot smoother than last year. Right. But I mean, as you progress as a coach and you try to get better uh, for your players, you just hope that they're doing the same thing for you. And I think this group has done more than. I've than I could ask. So far, they've done a great job in practice. They've um, done a really good job of just competing with each other. Um, and and a big theme of this year for us has been is going to be accountability. How are we going to hold each other accountable in practice? Right. So right. I, I think from last year, at times we were we would talk about it, and um, and girls would voice it.
0: Um, but I think we got to do a better job this year um, moving forward. I want to come back to that accountability piece in a second, but would you say, too, that part of your uh, process this year, at least in terms of being smoother, I would imagine you wouldn't have to have spent as much time in the buy-in part of, of your coaching duties. I mean, you guys went out, had one of the best seasons they had in quite some time. You win the Ripley uh, County turning. So uh, is it safe to say that this year you could almost literally hit the ground running rather than spending time trying to get people to buy into I'm the new coach and this is how we're going to do things kind of. Yeah. I think, um, one benefit I had last
6: year was I was a baby coach the year before. Sure. For a few relationships I had already. Um, but this year I think the upperclassmen really understand what I expect. Right. And it it makes everything run smoother, whether sure. it's on the court, off the court. So you're definitely right. The, the buy-in's there. But I think with any group, um, Anytime time and year to year, it's always a different team. Right. Now, you may have a lot of returning pieces like we do this year, but ultimately it's going to be a different group. And we have a lot of freshmen coming in wanting to compete for varsity spots. Um, so in any time you have a new group of personalities together, there's always a challenge with buy-in, sure. I think sure. everyone wants a role on the team, and uh, our job as a coaching staff is to just going to be okay. We, we don't value any role higher than another right. and we're going to find a role for everybody what can you do to best ability to play your role and I, I think that's really how we got the girls to buy in last
0: year um, and hopefully that just continues on Right, for right. The rest of this one good deal yeah. so let's talk about those returning pieces who do you have coming back and um, yeah we'll, we'll start there who, who do you have coming back this year
6: yeah so we return really five of our rotation players from last year uh, four juniors and a senior senior uh, Claire Saner uh, and then our, our juniors are Lydia Hascamp, Marley Obermeyer, Allie Peters, and Sophie Gazelle, and they were all big pieces for us last year. So we returned a bit core, uh, but we did lose quite a few of our wing and guard players, mm-hmm. um, and that's where we're going to have to to find some new pieces to to add to the mix. Okay.
0: So when you look at <clears throat> when you look at your squad, um, is there a particular group, a class? um that you look at you said, man, if we are successful, if we're able to accomplish all the goals that we've set forth, it'll be because this group of people really stepped up. Is there a group that you're really looking at um early on to kind of guide you through the season? Well I think the I
6: don't want to say one particular class necessarily. Sure our senior class this year is just one girl. Mm-hmm. Um but I really associate her with the juniors just sure. because if she's kind of had a, a similar progression in her career with them. Um so I think those upperclassmen, if, if they can step up, and I actually just met with my captains earlier today and um, after practice, and we, and we had a talk about some of the things I expect from them on the court, but also what I expect from them in the locker room and off the court. And I think if they can really embrace those things um, and lead this team and it be a player-led team, mm-hmm. I think the sky's the limit. You talked
0: about the accountability piece and uh, talking with the team about that and how important it is and I I don't don't think there's a coach out there that would disagree with you or even a player that would disagree, but how do you measure that? What is the check and balance to make sure that not only that you've got players holding one another accountable in practice or games, what's, what's the measuring stick to make sure that that's, that's happening. I think that's a really difficult thing to do. Just have an actual measuring stick in that
6: circumstance. Accountability is all about, to me, having an open and honest discussion with each other. Mm -hmm. Um, and sometimes it's difficult for people to have those open and honest conversations, you know, not just in basketball, but okay. in anything. Right. Um, and, and having those with the girls consistently, I think, is what opens their eyes to, okay, we're not trying to step on each other's toes. We're trying to make each other better. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would say my biggest measuring stick this year is kinda, it's going to start with my captains and, okay, how are they going to hold our team accountable? And if right. they can do it, who's going to follow in their place and do the same things for their teammates?
0: Right, Right on. Uh, so you got these two games this week. Again, uh, Thursday at at Hauser. Saturday, uh, the uh, uh, new pal comes in. <clears throat> new pal normally a football school, but I think, understand that basketball is 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 on the rise there. But obviously, you want to win the games. I I won't insult you by <laughs> ask asking you asking you that, but but more importantly, at the end of this week, what do you hope to accomplish, or where would you um, what what things will let you know, you know what, this was a good week for us, this first week, this was a good first week, if we can do X? Well,
6: I think one thing about basketball is there's many different things you can do in order to win a game. Yeah. Uh, two of the things that we were not very good at last year as a team, uh, just looking at our stats, we were seventh in conference and rebounding. Which, if you look at the size of our team, you'd think we'd be closer to like the top four, top three. Right. Um, so rebounding is definitely a big thing. Um, I would say taking care of the basketball is the other one. If we can have games where we win the rebounding battle, um, we have eight plus offensive rebounds, and we can have twelve or less turnovers, I'd say it's a successful week. And and, and even if those don't come with victories, mm-hmm. we are setting up ourselves
0: up to play successful basketball throughout the rest of the year. I hear Coach say say all the time that that rebounding is is one two. Is, oh, yeah, you agree with that?
6: Oh, without a doubt. Um, one of our best rebounders last year was Emma Weiler. Mm-hmm. You know, and she was only by out there. So she was someone who was willing to get in the mix and get a nose to the ball. And I, I really think that's something that it, it has to be taught over time. Mm-hmm. But some girls, it's a little more natural for them to, to want to do that. Sure. Um, so the ones who are a little more natural, we let them lead the way. And those who need work with it, work with it. Uh, one thing we're trying to do in practice this year is really track our rebounding in practice just to show who's who's actually making that effort. Yeah. Um, so I feel like that's at least getting us on the right path for the
0: rest of the year. Yeah, that's. <clears throat> I mean, that's actually borderline brilliant. I've always been surprised. I used to, uh, I used to work with a gentleman, and he would say it all the time, and we used to. Say, I had, had no idea what he was talking about, and so I started doing it. But he would say, "What gets measured gets attention, and what gets attention gets done." And you, you just said it yeah i mean just measuring rebounds in practice will definitely oh yeah uh, definitely yeah. make a difference when people start looking at oh wow i only had four you know, yeah. yeah i love that i think uh yeah there's a lot of truth to that in many
6: different aspects of not just basketball but in life so um yeah we're really trying to bring attention to it this
0: year good deal sure. good deal well coach as always i appreciate your your time and, and uh coming out i'm really personally i'm really excited about this season because i think last season for the squad was just huge, um, and I, I can remember just the, uh, the the emotions and the feelings and all that around the program after winning the tournament, um, and I said to myself, wow, that's just in its first year, you know, can't wait to see what, what the follow-up act is, and here we are, ready for the follow-up act. Oh, so, we're, yeah, we're excited. So, yeah, as am I, I am really excited about the season. Um, good luck this week, and um, look forward to talking to you again soon. Thank you, always appreciate coming on. That is Batesville women's basketball head coach Mitchell Taylor, and we'll be right back to tie a bow on this edition of Coach's Corner on Country
3: 103.9 WRBI and the new WRBI app. Cecil Ison Eisen from Ison's Family Pizza. We are hiring. We have open positions in our front and back of house, including counter and order taking, food prep, pizza making, and closing duties. Stop in at 117 East George Street and pick up an application today. Don't forget to pick up some pizza sticks with our amazing cheese sauce. Yummy. The award winning Ison's Family Pizza, 812 933 0333, IsonsFamilyPizza.com or 117 East George Street, downtown Batesville.
4: Lace up your running shoes and join in Saturday, November 11th, for the Girls on the Run 5K, sponsored by Margaret Mary Health. This non-competitive event brings together girls from area counties for a morning of fun and fitness. All proceeds benefit Girls on the Run, a program designed to teach girls the importance of self-esteem and exercise. This year's event will be held at Margaret Mary's Cancer Center in Batesville. To register, visit gotr of mmhealth.org. That's gotr of mmhealth.org.
0: In the battle against buffering, it's your hometown internet hero to the rescue. Make the easy switch to Great Plains Communications and say goodbye to slow internet. We save the day, bringing you a full suite of services and a faster, more reliable internet
1: experience.
0: All from a local provider and local heroes with over a century of experience. Call 877 839 9494 or visit us online at gpcom.com. Speeds and availability may vary by location. Coach's Corner, delivered by Ison's Family Pizza, continues. Yeah, I want to thank
2: all of our guests. Thank all of our sponsors. Thank Ison's for allowing us to be here. Thank all of
0: you for listening in. From 103.9 WRVI. And hey, welcome back to uh, Coach's Corner. Again, I want to thank all of our sponsors that make this uh, program possible. Of course, our gracious host, Ison's Family Pizza. Uh, Beatsville Chrysler Dodge Jeep George's Pharmacy Decatur County Memorial Hospital Fleetwood Chevrolet SCI REMC Hurt Milko Margaret Mary Health and Great Plains Communication thanks to all of those guys and everything that they do and also want to thank uh, the coaches that were on with us tonight Uh, Coach Mitchell Taylor with uh, Beatsville Women's Basketball Kevin Moore with East Central Lady Trojans um, and also I really enjoyed our conversation with uh, Troy Davis of Greensburg's Cross Country and their success that they had this year. Um, of course, we did speak with uh, head football coach for Batesville Football, uh, Coach Evan Alry, and these guys have a huge game this uh, Friday, as does East Central. East Central, uh, they'll be at home. Uh, they've got a big game, too, uh, playing for their sectional. Uh, championship as does Batesville. Get out and support these these area teams and um, and what they're after. You know, I think it was uh, Coach Moore that said it. You know, the vast majority of these athletes won't play sports competitively past high school, so this is the time to be able to get out there, root for them, cheer for them, let them know what they mean to you, um, and that you appreciate their efforts. And you can do that uh, this Friday night. And um, and other nights as well of course we had we've got women's basketball starting this week. East Central is in action on Wednesday and Saturday uh, taking on uh, uh, Richmond on Saturday and uh, Thursday I apologize can't remember um, who they have there Batesville same way Thursday and Saturday with Hauser on the road on uh, Thursday and then they'll have New Palin on Saturday. So get out to the gyms and take in some of those games as well. That's going to do it for uh, for this week's episode. We'll be back at it again next week, same time same place um, talking more uh, girls basketball as we kind of make our rounds through Jacksondale and Olinburg talking to Scott Smith and David Disborough. Of course, uh, we'll check in with Coach Evan Ulrich too to see how The Bulldogs fared in their sectional championship uh, game this Friday night. That's going to do it for us here. Again, thank you uh, to all of our sponsors, and thanks uh, everyone out there listening and uh, continue uh, to support uh, these teams and support this show. So, from all of us at WRBI, including John Heil and Andy Brinson, for making this show possible. In the immortal words of the Hall of Famer himself, he would always say, trust and believe in yourself. You've got this. This is Terrence Arney saying thanks so much for listening and enjoy the rest of your sports week. You've been listening to Coach's Corner on Country 103.9 WRBI and the new WRBI app. Your community radio station. Country 103.9 WRBI. Batesville, Greensburg, Versailles, Brookville.